This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our partner, Audible. Yes, it is. So we are partnered with Audible. That means that if you are looking just to check it out, uh, you don't want to put your card in and just take, take the dive. You can get 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G or click the link down below. Uh, you'll be taken there. You can sign up uh, for 30 days for free and just test it out. Like there's a lot of stuff on there that you can get for free, a lot of Audible exclusives. Uh, but what I really like about Audible is that out of the hundreds and thousands of audiobooks that they have, if you decide to purchase something, that is yours forever. Like if you decide not to carry on your subscription or you want to take a break or whatever it is, you can always go back and listen to that book whenever you want through the app on the internet. doesn't matter because it's yours. So once again, you can get that for 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Should be live. Thank you once again for joining Johnny and the Greg. How you doing, big guy? I'm fine. You're just fine. Are you having a blah weekend? Um, it's it's an interesting day. We're packing my son up to go to uh, France tomorrow. Oh, that, that's always fun. So he's taking off for the class trip, and we're what does he need to take? What does he not need to take? Yeah back and forth and yeah, that gets a little had, draining a little he wind. has two parents one is uh, a this will be fine just send him with this it'll be okay he doesn't need that he doesn't need this and then one is super prepared so there's you know yeah yeah i get it just, that's just and and he's caught in the middle going i don't care i don't care okay. well now now he doesn't care yeah yeah but anyway, now, now he just wishes he could leave the house as soon as he can. But That's anyway, it's a sign of independence. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so okay. what's going on this week? Oh, we got a lot to talk about. I thought these would be some fun topics. The first one I actually want to talk about is um, I don't know where this came from. And I, I'm, I'm referring more to you on this because out of the two of us, you're more the music guy. You, okay. you're that's that's your thing you have a passion for it um you have a wide i've got a i've got a wide palette. eclectic yeah palette. yeah we'll, we'll call it a palette sure yeah um for this stuff where i'm talk radio so i don't care yeah um but i've been hearing for years and it, i never asked the question except like lately what's with all the hate with nickelback i don't understand it Oh, the Nickelback. Yeah, I don't understand. Why does everybody hate it? Why is everybody referring um, to it as like, oh shit, Nickelback? Like, well, I don't understand. I, I'm actually uh, pretty famous for saying everybody hates a Nickelback song until a Nickelback song comes on, and then everybody in the bar is singing it because that's usually how it goes. So, um, like, do you know? I, I where it comes from? Yeah. Um. I, I kind of know where it comes from, but at the same time, it's uh, it's kind of ambiguous. Like it, it, it wasn't like a real, 
Um, sorry, I'm trying to bring up the the feed. Uh, it wasn't like a big thing where they came out with one album or one thing where everybody went, oh, this is god awful. So um you you've and I've kind of I don't want to say I've dug into this, but I kind of know where it has originated from. Because okay. yeah, I I wondered the same thing, like not too long ago when I'm like, what exactly is the hate that Nickelback gets? Um I'm not a Nickelback so, fan, but I'm not not a fan. Anytime they have a yeah, song, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with. I don't. There's, there's. I saw a comedian did some clips not so long ago, and he's like, "What the hell's wrong with Nickelback?" He's like, "They're like the Guy Fieri of, of music." He's like, "And what, for that matter, what the hell did Guy Fieri do to piss people?" <laughs> so, yeah. um, the, they when they came out, they're like a very commercial band. Like, what they, does that mean? So, like, they hit the mainstream with a bunch of hits. Okay. And then their label just wanted to make them hit makers. Like, forget about the rest of the album. As long as we get one or two good songs out of each album, that's going to get a lot of radio play. Yeah. Like, like that's that that was a big deal. Like, and when you, I remember my mom was like, that Nickelback, they have this, they had one song that was all about, you know, it, it was a very like togetherness kind of song or like, okay. you know, a very touchy feely kind of rock ballad. And she's like, I like them. They're a good band. And I'm like, well, I listened to the rest of their album and they've got a song in there about just him getting with strippers. So I, I had to like correct her on that a little bit. I'm like, eh, no, that's the radio song that they did. And then the rest of the album is like, I mean, they were signed to a, like a metal label. I think it was like, roadrunner records or something like that and so when they when nickelback started to get really popular and roadrunner who was known for metal they started to put more money into nickelback kind of the non-metal or the new metal band and so like that started to piss off a lot of their other artists to where i think even some of the other artists were bad mouthing them as like a, a shitty rock band because they weren't putting out like so the hate started metal. the heart the hate started for from rivals a little bit so there was and the that. rivals fans spread them and i remember one of the reasons i heard is that there was so in like the early 2000s comedy central had a talk show with colin quinn and it was right. it was like yeah, i remember tough, that. tough spot yeah. or tough crowd or something with with colin quinn right and one of the spots that would run constantly and remember this was before streaming really so you would just watch the same spot like over and over and over again and it was you know something like no one talks bad about what was it no one talks about no one talks about the studies that show like bad music makes people violent but listening to Nickelback makes me want to kill people or like listening to Nickelback makes me want to kill Nickelback. Or it was like, that was Something the punchline like that. Okay. that was in the commercial. And because comedy central was trying to, this was like one of their bigger shows, like talk shows. Yeah. They, they would just run that spot over and over and over oh. and over and over and over. So then people started to like laugh at the Nickelback jokes. So there's all like their label, like the other bands on their labels don't like them. There's the Comedy Central. We're making them the butt of a lot of jokes. 
and then their lead singer was kind of a tool like like he was i remember seeing him on like talk shows and he was just like really arrogant and that's how he came off okay so and you know he was just like this weird looking white dude with like ramen colored hair and yeah so like it just seems nitpicky what lead what lead guy isn't arrogant it is nitpicky i mean but i think all of those things were kind of adding up and meanwhile like their competition in the rock space was like limp biscuit and corn and rob zombie and so you have like those like hard dudes and then over here we had nickelback so we had soft porn a little bit yeah yeah they were they were like that to the rock world okay and then you throw in that comedians just started using them as the butt of their jokes and it just (laughs) like spot it just snowballed it just snowballed yeah i uh, nickelback if you're listening (laughs) i don't have one way or the other there's a couple of songs i I like there's a couple of songs i don't i've got i've got a playlist (laughs) and i have numerous playlists but i've got one i think i call it guilty pleasures and there's actually quite a bit of nickelback Nickelback in there okay well i mean you you talk to anybody like you, if you're literally in a bar and you go look at this photograph everybody 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 knows what's coming next and yeah. they will join in in the song like if it's a if it's a bar where people are like singing along to the music that's playing yeah or they're getting into it you throw you in, a nickel that in there yeah it's not like the party stops they just go oh I remember this one and then they get into it you you still frequent the bar scene so i want to transition yeah. a little bit yeah it was all last night Okay, what would you say is a more popular bar song nowadays? Is it mm. "Living on a Prayer" or "Pour Some Sugar on Me"? Honestly, I didn't hear either one of those last night. But no. you probably no. go to more of a relaxing bar now, though. I go okay. to dive bars. I, I, I mean, not super divey bars, but um, right. But no but one's I'm, going there in a fashion show trying to pick up. Not people. at all. No. Okay. So no. it's that's where that's what I consider more relaxing, where you just go in there to have totally. a beer and, and yeah. go and have good like conversation. This, this is this is what I could wear to yeah, the bars right. that I go to, and no one's gonna look at me sideways. Right. Um yeah, I uh, out of those two, I what was the first one you said? Um don't uh, Bon Jovi's um Living on a Prayer. Living on a oh, Prayer yeah. or Pour Some Sugar on Me. Which one do you think is more popular? And a bar. Uh, it, it's definitely it's going to be Bon Jovi. I think that's going to so? that's going to get more people involved. I mean, pour some sugar on me is going to get a lot of people involved if it's yeah. that crowd. Yeah. And but I still think Bon Jovi is going to be the one that most people are going to go to. Right. We got There's four a- listeners. If you guys weren't hearing before, my question was, what was all the hate with Nickelback? I never understood why people would get pissed. Yeah. I am not a music guy per se. It's it's really I guess on the top 50 things in my world it's 50 yeah. um it's just not a thing to me but so and then my next question was at a bar at a at a bar what do you think is a more pop more popular song was it pour some sugar on me or living on a prayer by bon jovi i think it's living on a prayer i i think so i think yeah. i mean there's there's some great I, i'm a spotify guy and a lot of okay. people can put out their public playlists yeah and there is one playlist it's like songs that get white people lit i think is the i think you brought this up before and it's it's a fun one it's you got that list 
or you're, well, you have, no, I'm, you're looking, I, I'm looking up the I'm looking at the top five uh Nickelodeon <clears throat> songs according to Spotify. So and these are by the number of plays they get. Okay. Um around so the actual so, data. Yeah. So this is how you remind me. Okay. Rockstar. Time which, out. How you remind me? Yeah. I don't know what that this is. is how you remind me what I really am. Okay. Got it. Yep. 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 Um Rockstar, not <laughs> bad. Burn burn it to the ground. I kind of like that one. Far away. Yeah. Burn it to the ground. That's nickelback. Yeah, that's that's nickelback. Yeah. It's one, it's one of the early Midnight light. Yeah. 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 Round what? up too tight. I like that song. I like that song. That's what I'm saying. Um, I never understood the hate for nickelback. I was like, you bobbed your head to it. Um animals that's a fun kind of that's a dirty song though i mean that's and i and i n right nine inch nails animals no no that's something else no this is uh one of their lesser known hits but uh um, nickelback oh animals yeah animals. okay like we're, like we're just a bunch of animals is is kind of the the hook to the song because it's just about him is that a maroon five chicks. song too like animals yeah it is yeah it's a popular title i guess yeah so uh yeah the the playlist for songs that get white people lit let me look that one up watch i'm guys if you're watching on youtube you will actually if you watch my body language you'll know if if a white guy gets lit by it Uh, (laughs) songs that get white people turned sorry songs that get white songs that get white people turned uh just run running from their number one and i think these are put in kind of at random but we've got living on a prayer number one come on eileen by dexter oh, yeah. runners sweet caroline sweet yep. home alabama ice ice baby cotton eye joe that was that was oh a big god one. i want to that is somewhere in hell that's that's on repeat I go to hell yeah. that's playing on repeat yeah uh I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be the 500 miles that I would. Okay. Yep. I, yep. yep. Uh, a thousand miles did play at the bar last night, and a lot of people were singing to it. That's from the Minnesota Carlton uh, Teenage Dirtbag, Mr. Brightside. Uh, Never gonna give you up by Rick Astley. Getting Rick rolled. I the tiger, chicken fried. Never gonna give you. Up. Um, I love. Rock did you hear? Ball. Yeah, it's never gonna give you up. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Do you ever? There are around places where people have put those. I don't know what they're actually called, but I'm sure if I find something here, I'll have there. But it's something where if you if your phone picks it up, it'll take you to a website. I don't know what those little things are called. Oh, QR code. Yeah, it's QR, QR code. code. Somebody puts QR codes like in on um the one I found was the one on Target. They had one on the floor. And I hit the oh, QR right. code to see what it was, and it was Rick Heisley's never gonna yeah, give you up. Rolled. I've seen people get that QR code tattooed. Yes, I've seen that too. Yeah. I think that's funny. Yes, I think that's but hilarious. This, that that's if you lost a bet, you get that tattoo. Yeah. By the way, this entire playlist is 182 hours and 55 minutes. Oh wow. Of yeah. songs that get white people turned. Sounds and, like that's going to be the playlist for a certain person's graduation party. Coming. Oh, it certainly could be. I think we <laughs> should see because she's gonna make. Well, oh, she doesn't get a say. Out. She doesn't get a say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my house. I'm playing what I want. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So okay, any more? Are you gonna? No, no. I, yeah, that's that. That's good. I mean, I'm not going through all all of them. Yeah. All right songs okay but uh you can look that up for yourself and enjoy yeah from spotify so there was another question that came up that uh came up this week because um i think about two weeks ago was the last um was the last episode of the last of us 
on yes. HBO. Yep. Yep. And it was a for for those who didn't play the game and have just watched the series, it was a yep. bit uh it's controversial. I think it's controversial for the game, but it's uh, that controversy has kind of gone away because Okay. Like what I mean by that, it wasn't as it's not as popular until the show came on, and then everybody saw it. And but the but the the controversial end was basically was Joel right for doing what he did at the end? Oh, was he right for that? And just to help you guys out, there's going to be spoilers alert here if you haven't seen the last episode of The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie, who is like the quote unquote cure for what's ailing the entire um. Could be, could be, yeah. Yeah, could be the cure. Uh, Joel, the whole, the whole, sh- I guess, series is about him getting her from A to B, right? Mm-hmm. In one piece. Yep. Um, and there's all these um, little, I, I don't know what you would call them, subplots where it's like Joel is a hard man because he, you know, is he, he has lost to live in a daughter. world. Yeah. He lost his daughter. It's almost like he gets a second chance. He fights it, and then he realizes, then he embraces this girl as his, like, new daughter. He finally gets him to the destination, and he's finding out um, that the only way that they can create a cure is to kill her. She's going to die in the process. Yeah, Right. So, basically, it's this conundrum of uh, does the one, uh, what is that, the needs of the many outweigh the few, right? So if they can possibly come up with a cure, but they have to kill this person to do it, she can basically save mm-hmm. mankind. Joel takes it upon himself to say, nope, that's not going to happen on my watch. And he kills everybody in that place yeah. to save to, her. To get Ellie out. Yeah. Doesn't tell her what happened. He told her she's, that a, they she's found... unconscious because she's prepped for surgery. Yeah. So so the entire time he he does it and i actually watched the ending in of the video game and i watched the ending of the show the video game is a little way more brutal yes yes yeah um joel doesn't mess around um (laughs) and somebody came up with the question of was that the right decision he saved a life for selfish reasons he saved a life and but because of that the world could or maybe doomed it yeah, the yeah world. and he didn't he didn't give ellie a choice like right. she, she wasn't and she uh at the end of the show doesn't know that that choice was made uh taken from her yeah. yes yes correct yeah so i guess my question is let's kind of investigate it like do you think maybe if that the leader of the, i think her name was marlene if marlene mm-hmm. allows joel to say goodbye do you think that works do you no. think that he would have been? You think he's still going to go? I yeah, I think his. What his if she was alive? Still would have she been. got the choice. I think Ellie would have struggled with it, but I think she eventually probably would have said, "You know, yeah, I think she what, would have take too. take what you need out of my brain because that's what they needed to do, right?" And then and then saved the world. So to would speak. that have stopped Joel? If he no. knew that was her choice. No, no. I oh, think, I think that would have. If they had a heart to heart where she's like, Joel, this is okay. This is what I want. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't think Joel's that uh developed of a character. I think it's still he still went off an animal instinct. Um maybe, yeah. I mean, and maybe if he if it would have happened anyway, 
Yeah. I still think he would have went through on a killing spree to just let out rage. Okay. Um, because that's his thing is like he has unchecked rage issues. No, it's because um, he's kept everything inside. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm, I'm not saying that it's not founded. Right. Um, yeah. But you get the idea, especially in the game, like, like Joel is, is 80s action hero level body count that he can get. Yeah. Yeah. He um, and it's like Mad Max meets John McClane meets. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I and, wouldn't go far to John Wick. He's not that skilled. He's just no. No, he's it's grittier than that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I, I, I think, I, I don't think he would have agreed. Regardless, ever, regardless, yeah, yeah. Like, even if Ellie did make her own decision. So, and I have not played the second game, so I don't know. Okay, neither have I. Up. I know that the next two, there's going to be two more seasons. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's which I think is that's fine with good. Me. Yeah, don't I, I? I like it when a show can say, you know, we're going from here to here. Yeah, and we're going to do it in three seasons. Yes, and we're gonna. Th- this is the perfect bookend. Like we have time to develop. Like we know how long we're gonna we're gonna be on the air. We know what we can do in that time. It gives you like a whole story, right? As opposed to like Game of Thrones, that as soon as they like surpassed where R.R. Martin had had written, where George like. Because, you know, they went past what was published. And, yes. And so now it's like, well, this could be open-ended. We could go forever. And it's like, no. Well, not only that, it's us. Uh, I would also uh, say Lost. Lost had a great idea in the beginning. Yeah. And then it, but then they I, threw out all these ideas and they mm-hmm. never really connected anywhere. <laughs> you were like, even more than that i watched a thing the other day do you remember the show heroes yes like that was a big thing that got me into like kind of kind of put you on the map for a little things. a little bit for yeah. for like when i was doing like independent uh coverage of like comic book conventions and stuff like that with the pull box i mean it was the pull box was birthed from the most active message board in Heroes TV fandom, which was HeroesTV.com. Yeah. That that our buddy Eric and myself, we just kind of got involved with the guy that was running that site. Then we were moderators. And then we were kind of like, we had this idea. He's like, Yeah, I don't want you guys to do that on on in my sandbox. You can go create your own sandbox and do that. And that's what we did. Yeah. But heroes suffered from the writer's strike like they had oh, a really okay. great first season and then the writer's strike happened where they were bringing in almost like scrub writers i think and so those guys in the second season were grasping at what do we do well they had killed like their major villain and one of the major heroes that everybody loved at the end of the first season, they're like, well, we can somehow bring them back into the fold. And then it just didn't work out. And it just kind of, it was like they were at the height and then they plateaued and then they just took this sharp nosedive. And even when they brought back another, like, Heroes Reborn, like, nobody watched it. Like, nobody cared. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of shows out there. And so I I agree with you. It's, it's very cool. Like there's a, there's a show that's coming out now and Ursula and I were talking about the season two's just come out this weekend, yellow jackets on Showtime. Hmm. Um, Season one's fantastic because it leaves you hanging with all these unanswered questions 
Mm-hmm. Some of them are supernatural. Some of them aren't. But they they it's such a gray area between realistic and supernatural that it could be explained away by uh, like a scientific phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So they haven't gone so far supernatural where you're like, yep, Sam and Dina are going to roll in here any second and take care of this thing. You know, and so Ursula and I are sitting there wondering, okay, does it start to get silly now? Does it start to get, did they start to like jump the shark? Do they? There was another show. It was out for a while. I think it was a Fox show called like Wayward Pines. Okay. I've heard of that. Yeah. Great first season. Like first season, you're like, oh my gosh. And then you like, you find out what has happened to the world by the end of the first season. And then we jump into the second season. And now that you know, kind of what you know, you're like, they got to do something to keep this interesting. And it just did not work. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, wow. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. It isn't too bad. Cause like you said, there's been a lot of shows where the first season took off. And then after that, you're yeah. like, like true lies got really weird. It was a very interesting premise. It was very interesting being invited into the world. Not true lies. Um, true blood. Sorry. Oh, true, true blood. blood. I was like, true, true lies just came out. Yeah. True blood where a very interesting premise yeah. about vampires living amongst us, among us. In the South. Yeah. Yeah. In the South. And then, well, then it well. got weird because you had were vampires and you had, oh, just like a vampire God. And it's like, oh my God, like this got too, too much. I, I made it. I know you didn't make it through. I powered through that entire series. Like oh, did even, you? Wow, good for I, you. I did. Like I had dropped off when it was originally out. And when I say dropped off, it wasn't like one of those like, oh, I'm not watching that anymore. I right. think it was just like we got rid of HBO for a time and right. like we didn't. But then when we got it again, I went, I never really finished this. And I know you there was one episode that you and I had talked about that you're that that was like your point where you're like, I'm out. I don't care. And, I literally yep. didn't watch any other episode after that. Yep. And I got to that episode and I went, okay, this is my power through point. This is, <laughs> okay. this was, it was almost like a challenge. I'm like, I yes. can make it through this. I can get farther through this than Johnny did. Um, <laughs> and then I watched the rest and yeah, it was, it was fine. Like even where they ended it, you're like, that was not satisfying. I mean, the way it okay. ended. But well, I, I don't, I, it got, it started getting silly to me where Suki's brother got kidnapped to be the father of where Panthers. Panthers. That was weird. Yeah. And I was like, the, wh- in, why, in, why, why are we doing this? Inbred where Panthers. Yes. Yes. And that got so, so weird to off. me. And the, the episode that he's talking about folks where Johnny just stopped watching it hasn't looked back since and i don't think i'm missing anything because ursula powered through and she was like yeah i was there was no point anymore um there's a scene where two vampires are going at it and basically they're going at it and i i think the guy took the girl's head and twisted it around so she was still alive because she's a vampire so technically she was dead but she's moving she's animated so she was alive and it just took me out. I was like, yeah. I don't need to see this. I'm done. Because well, in my opinion, if they showed that, it's only going to get weirder from here. <laughs> Did it or no? Went, no, actually. They okay, pulled so back. calm down it, after it, that. It almost like they pulled back a little bit. And okay. then they yeah, must but, have known that I stopped watching. And they're like, you know, yo, oh, Johnny Angel's not watching anymore. We need to stop. <laughs> it's over. Um but yeah, I mean, I did that with one other show where a friend of ours had a heart out and I was like, if I can make it through that, I'll be okay. Yeah. And that was Penny Dreadful on Showtime. Okay. 
I stopped and watching that, that too. That was another, I think, darker than True Blood. The True Blood was pure like stupid fantasy. Like, yes. Yes. Where where Penny Dreadful was like, oh no, we're getting into some dark witchcrafty kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That I usually turns me off. But and they had a thing in there with kids, and I was shocked at how much they showed. Oh no. That, and that I was like, oh. Okay, yeah, this would be where I would leave. And but then I had read like they're stepping it back, like from there. Like, okay. So then okay. I finished Washington. And it was okay. I mean, I never watched the they did a uh kind of a reboot series where they were in like turn of the century Los Angeles or something like that. And I never watched it, but okay. But yeah, yeah. Three seasons. Yeah. So those were some of the crazy, crazy uh shows that went that jumped the shark basically mm-hmm. they, um they just they had a great idea and they just couldn't prolong it but so yeah. going back to the to the last of us i hear the next two seasons and that's where it ends and the next yeah. two seasons and i'm are all based for off the video game me too yeah i'm i'm fine with it i want to mm-hmm. see um how that goes i know that one season that went so damn long that i'm thinking of powering through is the walking dead i'm thinking of powering through that yeah yeah yeah, I don't know where I left. I know I left off with them going to war versus Negan. So I have to, have to figure out what season that is yeah. and power through from there. Um, I, but, I would probably have to start the whole thing over again. Oh, that'd be rough. Because it's, it's 11 a, seasons. It's 11 seasons, yeah. That's not That's, one where you you can't do that two, three episodes a night until you're through it. No, that's a heavy. Some of that stuff's very heavy. Yeah. We because yeah. we stopped watching that and then we got into the spinoff series they had, which was Fear the Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. I remember took that place in Los Angeles and that was good for a while. And then, yeah, that dropped off. Yeah. And then, and then they eventually started to cross over characters, I, yes, I believe. Of course. And and like I was so lost about the whole thing. And I hear they're they're expanding with a show with Rick and Michonne. That's what I heard. I think. I mean. Last time Every, I heard Rick died, so I'm so that's just making yeah. me go, oh wow, I have to power through this and figure but out. I don't think I don't think he, it, like you never were a hundred percent sure that he died. Oh, like, okay, I it didn't. Was know it was almost like I think he was in a lose lose situation, and then they just had to leave, okay. and so they just assumed he was dead. Yeah. Um, but even I think they did that in the comics, but then they brought him back, and I believe, like. There's a spinoff comic book series where Rick has like superpowers or something like that. And I oh, no. don't know what, I mean, the show won't do that. They yeah. lose their audience, but, yeah. but I know in the comic book, it was something like that. And I'm like, no, no idea. I'm not All right. This is where I throw it out to the five viewers we have right now. Are there any, is there anybody out there that is, uh, is there a show that you guys are really into the first two seasons and then it just or jumps just, the shark? Yeah. Just like totally. you're done. You just totally you you saw something you went okay they're only getting it weirder from here like I think and of course there's the original jump the shark of the happy days like where yep. where you were in it and then you saw Fonzie jump over a shark on water skis and you're like no this is silly. yeah this is dumb now <laughs> yeah especially when he's wearing a leather coat water skiing yeah, yeah. he's wearing the black leather coat and I think like, it was Hawaiian shorts yeah he had like board shorts on yeah and then... yeah yeah so that's where the term came from so. Uh, let us know. Um, I guess we, we lost a viewer already. That was too hard of a challenge. <laughs> They're like, no, I'm not typing. Yeah. I wonder if I should uh, not announce 
for those of us that for those of our audience that actually listen to the audio version of this throughout the week that we only have four live views. yeah maybe don't do that <laughs> like that's bad marketing i don't know yeah. yeah um anyway um you saw a movie this week that i think everybody mm -hmm. wants to see or i a, healthy, a lot of people yeah, yeah. i mean it and a good showing from what I understand, like 70 million or something like that. Awesome. So let us know how the Baba Yaga did. John Wick 4. Um, oh, yeah, Marshall. That's a good one. Last episode of How I Met Your Mother. That John. Oh, yeah, fresh. that blue. That blue. That was so bad. You are spot on, Marshall. Um, so, yeah, John yeah, Wick. John Wick, yeah. John Wick is a three and a half hour movie. I'm sorry, not three and a half. It is a three hour movie where it didn't have to be i mean it got to so it is it is bloated action scenes which is kind of what you kind of expect from a john wick movie yeah. um but it's it, it's the bloat crests over three hours and that's where i'm like okay we we didn't need we didn't were need you wanting more what i mean no. by that is were you wanting no. more um i wanted more well, I want a more story, but in this movie, I wanted closure. And yeah, okay. I'll try to keep it spoiler-free, Marshall. Um, I definitely wanted closure, which we get. I mean, the I I think the world of that they created in John Wick. I mean, even in the it's first be movie, wide yeah. open for a while. It, it can be, yeah. yeah. Well, and they have uh, Anna de Armas is doing a series called The Ballerina. Which I is, love her, by the way. Which is totally set in yes. the john wick world like yep. it, it is the assassins with continental and uh the table is what it's called is like the ruling council of of these assassins the high table the high table yeah. yeah everybody everybody lives under the table if you're in this world and um john wick's mission is to get out from under the table and not that he wants to be an assassin anymore he just wants to leave the life altogether right which he did gets brought back in and then we we have spent three movies watching him trying to get out. Yes, yes. Uh, good action scenes. Yes, they were good, but like I said, some of them were so long, and like stuntmen aren't a dime a dozen. So I'm almost positive, like they would set up one scene where they're in Singapore, and a lot of the stuntmen are wearing masks, okay. and then that you, helps. And then later <laughs> on, later on you see stuntmen in paris yeah to the point where even even in some of them that weren't wearing masks you're like mm, i'm pretty sure that guy died in singapore and then they just put a wing on him and he just got shot again <laughs> sounds to so, me like you're nitpicking now and it, I, oh totally because that's okay. what i do when i see movies um the, do you not like that critical about, eye. like can you shut off your critical eye or no Sure, sure I can. And okay. I did. I mean, I I, did, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying that I'm not I didn't enjoy the film. Yeah. But I'm saying that it is it is a bloated film. Like I'm giving the honest answer like if you're if you're going into John Wick, like you're a fan of the series like I am, just know what you're getting into. It, it is it is a 3-hour movie that probably has in total 30 pages of dialogue. Yeah. I am impressed as hell at Keanu Reeves who's i believe pushing 60 yes like he yes. he's he's in the downhill spiral to 60 for him to be able to keep up with what he does there are some scenes where you're like that's a stunt man yeah and it should have been for sure yes. a stunt yes. i don't care if you keanu reeves was in his 20s look when you're 60 you're 60 
yeah. when you when you see some of these stunts, you're like, that had to be a stunt man. Yeah. With maybe some help from some CGI because mm, ain't nobody doing that. Yeah. Uh but but like I said, it just gets it gets a little bloated. I never found myself just going, Oh, can we just hurry this up? Okay. So you were you were in, in- it, it wasn't that there's there's like one whole section. Like one of the things, again, this is nitpicky. Like we start the film, he's in New York. We jump, we're in the Sahara, we jump we're in singapore and you're like isn't he on like some international wanted how's this guy getting around <laughs> like okay. how is he making it from these all these ports of call around the world john wick yeah <laughs> but then you get to a point where he he has to do the what can only be called a side mission okay like in, in video game terms he's got the main story but to really complete the main story he's got to go on this side mission and that's where you're like, really? We gotta, we gotta do side. And then he's for the next 20, 30 minutes, he's on this side mission side before mission. we come before we come back around to the main story. Yeah. And you're like, that that seemed unneeded. Like that was a little okay. And, and it yeah. was to bring it, it was like it's uh there's a great martial artist in the side mission by the name of Scott Atkins, and you're like Okay, yeah, I'm glad I got to see Scott Atkins. I mean, it was a fun scene. Yeah. It just seemed like like a last minute edition where the like, writers so he, didn't know what to do. Well, no, like like maybe maybe <laughs> Scott Atkins said, Hey, can I be in John Wick? And they went, Yes. Yes, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure out how to get you in the yeah. film. And then they just, you know, over dinner came up with this side mission. And you're like, yeah. Okay, okay. It's is it good? Yes. Is it fun to watch? Yes. Is it yeah. needed? Not at all. <laughs> Help me out because you would know this more than me. Scott Atkins, Ad Adkins, Atkins yeah. or Adkins, Adkins, he... Adkins. Okay, I'm almost positive. He's British, right? Ah, uh... or is he American? Because I was watching one of his shows that I remember our good friend Eric said it was a really good movie and he didn't expect it to be good. Was the accident man accident man? holiday and i'm uh and... he's english he was born in sutton cofield england okay so that must be his real voice then to a family that were uh generations of butchers ah okay so i only got through a half hour of the first accident man and i've only gotten through 15 minutes of this one um I accident don't... man okay good good kung fu bad yes movies. yes That's... Okay. That is kind of what has been his career. Good kung fu, bad movies. Yep. Or he's been almost like um cameo's not the word, but like the movie Day Shift that was a Netflix film with yes, Jamie yes. Foxx as a vampire hunter. Yeah. Mostly good film. And then Scott Adkins and the guy who uh is the new main character on True Lies on CBS. Oh, I gotta watch that. Is that, that good? We watched the first episode, it seemed all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but those two play like vampire hunters, and yes. like they were the some of the most interesting characters in the film. Okay. You're like, oh yes, yes, you're right. You're right. The, I want more of those brothers. Guys. Yeah, you're yes. like I want. I want something with those fellas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Scott's done some really good stuff, and like and like Asian martial arts films, like where it is serious. Like yes. Where you have to do your own stunts, you have to be good at what you do. Yeah. And he is. He's very good. How, how, how old is he now? 
He's got to be pushing 50. No, same as you. Well, I suppose. 47? Yeah. Well, we're pushing yeah. We're pushing 50. You're pushing 50. He's born in uh, <laughs> I'm June, 7, June 17th, 1976. So ah. he's not, not quite 47. I, I've thought for 10 years that he would make a wonderful Batman. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know if he can carry on the acting chops of Bruce Wayne, but then again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I in in fact, I'm I'm still at the point where I would love to see. I would love to see the DCU do Batman as almost like a mythical character. Like you don't right. see him much. Yeah. In which case, yeah, Scott would be great. Like you see some action scenes, but he doesn't talk much. Yeah. And maybe you see Bruce Wayne in like footage or something. I don't know. I but, hear you. No, I think you're right. I think that would be very cool to, to handle Batman that way. Yeah. I think that would be very cool. So that when he does show up, everybody's like, oh, my God, he's real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have right. that be that kind of fun with it. Yeah. Um. So I want to play a little game with you. I know oh, you happen to be a okay. very good uh, fan of Nobody. That's like a really uh-huh. big. Yeah. Love that movie. Nobody versus John Wick. Not in a one-on-one fight. What movie's better? I'm not talking about all the sequels. Talking about the first oh. John Wick and nobody. What do you think is a better movie? Oh man. I think you know. Um I would go with John Wick. Really? Okay. Interesting. I would. I would. Tell me yeah. why. Um there were like John Wick just had me hooked in that. Here's this guy. I mean, it had it had cars, it had guns, it had the martial arts piece. It had this gravitas of you didn't know who Wick was. But and I was talking to somebody about this uh, just the other day. The scene where John Leguizamo calls the mob boss, the Russian yeah. mob boss. Yes. Or the, I'm sorry, the, the Russian mob boss calls John Leguizamo and he's like, I heard you smacked my son. Yeah. He's like, yes, sir, I did. He's like, why would you do such a thing? Well, yeah. he boosted a car and he beat a guy up and he killed his dog. He's like, so? Well, it was John Wick. And the mob boss just goes, oh. And like, <laughs> yeah, he's right. up the phone. Yes. Yes. And I remember sitting in the theater like, oh my gosh, because just that one yes. moment of, of footage. It's almost like he knew his son was doomed. Yeah, and yeah. you get you get the you get the feeling of John Wick. Yes, in that one instance. Yeah, and then they go through and explain, you know, kill the guy right. with the pencil and blah blah blah. Right. Yeah, and, and and it's just, but I I I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, I guess. And okay. it was all and it was a lot of fun. I think all the it was it, scenes, they're so fun. Yeah, they're, fun, yes. creative, um, and I really like nobody for everything that it had about him yes but and again from the producers of john wick it, yeah. it felt like we're doing it john wick without the mafia like john wick is a mafia hitman where nobody is a government sponsored hitman um yeah it, it was i love both films like I do too. Don't make, I, don't get me wrong, but right. And I, I'm not trying to say that there is actually a clear cut winner in this. What I liked no, about I nobody so. was that could have been anybody. Nobody yeah. can be anybody. John Wick was a mythical, like a Batman. He was yes. a Batman, like yes. 
oh my god what did you do yeah i i, I just re-watched the second one i'm i'm re-watching all the wicks before i see four next weekend and the second one when they introduced that guy who always seems to be the uh the scummy criminal underworld guy um he's all i i told you i wanted to get him on the podcast once because i bet nobody ever talks to this guy He's in all the Michael Bay movies. He's that he's the guy that plays the Russian guy that's always this scummy character, but he's in the beginning. Oh, yes. Um yes. Anton or something like that. Yes. I, yep. Yeah. And he he was he was the Russian cosmonaut in our Yes, yes. He yes. was uh he was Lucifer in Constantine. Yeah. And I remember I don't I didn't remember the dialogue when he's explaining to his assistant, because his assistant's like, yeah, yeah, I've heard about the pencil. I've heard about all these things. He's yeah. like, why are we just, why didn't we just like give him the car back? <laughs> he's <laughs> like, and he's like, he goes, it's just one guy. Like, why don't we just, you know, do everything we can to stop him? And he goes, and I remember the other guy goes, <laughs> yeah, of course, but this is John Wick. You can't yeah. do that. You can't. Yeah, and you know but, what? <laughs> I don't even know if this guy's listed in the credits. Oh, he's not. He's he's, uh, he's in the beginning, but you know, you know who a guy I'm talking about. I, I he do. was in all the Michael. He's in like in every Michael Bay movie. Jerry. Oh, does he, does he have a? He's got a permanent role in those. He's one of their guys. Um, he just always seems to be in those action movies. When you find out, when you finally get him, or you find him, or something like that, put him up on the. Uh, uh, song, yeah, people know yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, what I liked about nobody, the only thing I liked about nobody, uh, was that he rides the bus like John Wick has a cool yeah. car. Yeah, this guy rides the bus to get to place to place. He, he is the he's the epitome of this guy knocks on your door and you, there is zero fear, right? Because <laughs> this guy walks what, in. What I loved about nobody is that it opens. Like how long they let that like his repetitive life. Yes. How long that scene plays. Yes. Is ridiculously longer than it should have been to make Correct. you feel feel like oh all of that. And you're like, wow, this yeah. is really. Yeah. Um, and then when you find out what he used to do, you're like, oh, this is why this is why he's so bored. This is why he can't. Yeah. Like he's right. he, he has all this stuff pent up and it must uh, just think about being that hard of a man that hard of an individual yeah. that your brother-in-law sticking a gun in your face telling you how he would have handled it yeah he can't <laughs> and you just can't or even like his son where he's like yeah. oh your dad served he's like well i'll just talk to uncle so-and-so and he's like oh yeah. yeah i was just an accountant like yeah or or what was it auditor. what he, he was the auditor, auditor. Yeah. he's like i was just an auditor i, I didn't do a whole lot <laughs> yeah. like okay but but nobody but like i'm sure there's a couple of actors that but that's a perfect casting well in the it was yes yeah. bob odekirk did a fantastic job yes and he's great at everything really the you know you saw him beat the crap out of the guys on the bus yes and you saw him kind of go after his the, the the home invaders that came yes. after him. Yep. So you, you see his heart, you see the pent up rage when he's like punching the brick wall. Yes. Yes. And then when the guys get on the bus and he's like, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then he proceeds to get his ass kicked while kicking. Yes. Yes. And you're like, okay, so he's definitely human. So you get That's that the other John, part I like too. You get that John McClaney real feel. Yes. To him. Yes. But like, oh, he, wow. He might lose this, you know? Yeah. And yeah. you're going, okay. 
So he's got some skills, could fight, cool. But really kind of the moment of like how like how much he was in, like how skilled is he, how comes when the home invaders start to show up and he goes to his light switch. Yes. It like pulls the face off, types into code. He's like, go in the basement. And you're like, oh, he's prepared. Yeah. Like he was like the basement was locked down. Yeah. yeah. The basement was really a safe room. And you're like, what? Yeah. That's yeah. when you start to really realize how big of a badass he is. Right. What I'm also the what I'm actually interested because in, I've watched this a third time now. His wife must have absolutely known exactly what he is. Because she she yeah. she fixed him like she super glued yeah. his knife wound. Easily. Yeah, and she's like just like old times, and you're like, does she? Yeah, exactly. Know? She, but then at the know- same time, she acts shocked. Yeah, when he pulls down the thing and he locks her in a safe house. Yeah, so it was weird. It was very weird. But yeah, on the the other part where you realize he is prepared is when he says like, you know, don't worry, fellas, bone burns at sixteen hundred, and this basement. Oh is yeah, trying to burn at three times that. So yeah, when he burns, they won't find you. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Peter <sighs> Stomar is is the name of the actor. We were All right, show him, put him up, put him up right. just so people see. So this is on YouTube, people, if you want to watch or if you're on Facebook Live right so now. Peter this Stomar. Guy, this yeah. guy's the big, the big oh, like he's from, he's from Sweden. Oh, the big that. scummy dude right here. This guy, he's probably a sweetheart, actually, because he seems to get mm-hmm. um, he seems to get a part in almost any movie around. This guy is one of those guys that's always working, but he yeah. plays those roles so good. Well, yeah. he he was in American Gods as like this real like dirty, crummy. slimy thing, right? Yeah, yeah, like that's a, what he, he does. Yeah, and just plays it so well. Yeah, he's so good at it. And it's like he doesn't. It's like you gotta wonder if they sit there sometimes with like the directors, like, okay, that's great, Peter. I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes he's like, pull the switch, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, what? I didn't hear that. But and you go, yeah. do you need to? So oh, he, yeah, I didn't notice so, he was in a. Oh, he's in a Fast and Furious video game. That's what it is. Is he really? So, but, yeah, uh, something Fast and Furious Crossroads. He did a voice for that. Of course, he did. That's the um, one villain he has never shown up in a Fast and Furious movie. That's it. Yeah. There's a lot of bad uh, guys. I, they go through a lot of bad guys. He's got a couple like Swedish stuff on here that you're going, maybe I'll check that out. Something called Swedish Dicks. Okay. Which is a, a detective show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that could be funny. Yeah. Um, How long has he been yeah. working? How long has he been working? Uh, first credit for him on IMDb. Is listed. Oh my God, nineteen seventy-eight. I fit. Okay, so he's he's a steady actor. He's always working. I mean, but that's. I mean, that's forty-some years. Yeah, I didn't think he was that old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, in nineteen ninety, he became the art associate artistic director for the Tokyo Globe Theater, and directed many Shakespearean productions. 93, wow. he moved to New York. Wow, he is older than I thought. He's born in 53. Oh, wow. Jeez. Goodness. God, he's only three years younger than my dad. Yeah. I did not think this guy was that old. Yeah. How old is Christopher Lloyd? 
by the way. He was a oh, nobody. Gosh. And I was looking at him and I was thinking, God, I remember the first time I ever saw Christopher Lloyd was We we always thought he was old. Like Yes, yeah. I remember in Taxi when he was yeah. Jim in Taxi. Jim the drunk. Yeah. And yeah, you I mean I, I Doc Brown with the white hair, and you're like, yep. I thought this guy was old. Yeah. I know he was the Klingon in Star Trek three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the bad guy. Um, I remember that. Shock, chewy, chew. Oh, gosh. He was born in 1938. Shut your mouth. I'm not October 22nd. Christopher nine. Lee, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. 1938. 1938. The dude is 85. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did not. I'm sorry. I yeah. didn't expect that, people. That's yeah. why I'm, born, I'm shocked. Born in Stanford, Connecticut, 1938. Holy shit. I didn't wow. It, it is but wow. You, but at the same time, and this we've talked about this before. Do, why not retire? I mean, you you've been a working actor a lot of it, and I don't know what his situation is or anything like that, but at some point, like sometimes they don't we don't let celebrities like musicians or actors or somebody, it's like they don't feel like they can retire. Like well musicians, I I understand that one. Actors, I, I don't if 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 you love what you're doing, why again? Yeah, yeah, you're you know? you're exactly right. Yeah, like Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, they still love what they're doing, but at some point you're just like, don't you ever want to like chill? Go, yeah, just go live out the rest of your. Well, year I think if you're at the point of Christopher Lloyd, eighty-five, I don't think you want to chill. Yeah, like I think yeah. if you chill, if you stand still, not a good idea at eighty-five. Maybe you could. Yeah, I talk about that's uh, Joe Paterno. As soon as yes, that's working, a lot of people. I, I think somebody just recently also died when they quit something. They've quit it for. They did it for years, and six months later, they were dead. I forgot who it was, but yeah, I think it's the same thing. Um, or that's all they know. They don't know anything mm-hmm. else. They don't. You know, it's just it's what you do. Do you think you're going to be one of those guys that when you retire, you're just going to sit on your ass? No, I hope not. Um, I think you're going to sit on your ass for a month and then get bored out of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, my parents are retired and they're, they're still plenty busy with yeah. doing, doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there's, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think sitting around would be the word I would use, but, but not being obligated to be as many places. I think that yeah. would be, I hear you. I think I would still work. I think I'm one of those people where I need a reason to hit the snooze alarm or hit the alarm clock. I need that because the days I don't have that, like when I went, you know, <laughs> when I have my month long sabbatical from work, because I save, yeah. up, save up all my vacation and I have to waste it, which by the way, is not good. Like, like psychologists are like, don't save it up like that. You should be yeah, using you, it. You're absolutely right. No, I, I agree. It's just, I like the, for some reason, I always try to plan on two weeks, just two weeks with my family sure. where we're just yeah. getting ready for Christmas and then we experience sense. Christmas and then I go to work. It ends up being three somehow. Yeah. Because and you I have take that, time off. Yeah. And Be, then all because, of a sudden, and then all of a sudden around the 14th day, I'm like, I have no reason to get up and it's driving me nuts. There's, you know, I, I think. shifting gears a little bit to how how we use our vacation time like as americans because my company is split between many like the bulk of our workforce is split between the u.s and greece 
Okay. And and Greece, I mean, their labor laws are are strict, but much more worker friendly to the point where like if you're they they have like national days off. Like everybody takes off from this time to this time. Like yeah. if if and and if like we have to report out, like my company has to report out to the Greek government. This is when people are taking their vacations. And if they find somebody that hasn't been taking vacations and taking care of themselves on a regular basis, yeah, the company is responsible to explain why is this person not taking uh, yeah, why isn't this like, person what, working what, on what's happening here that they don't feel like they because we have an unlimited PTO policy. Yeah. And and I I fell into this um recently because i've got a big project that i'm working on right now it doesn't launch until mid-april and i'm just kind of going i've been going like i've been going kind of like a bat out of hell since since uh january 1st and i got i had a meeting with my boss and she's like hey when was the last time you took off i was like oh 1984 well yeah i'm like (laughs) it's a tuesday it was raining well i told her i'm like well i had to take off like to take Kate to like a college thing and she's like no I'm not saying like when did you last take off to like do Do something yeah Yeah. like when was the last time you you took a day off yeah Uh, I don't remember she's like that's a that's problem you need to take a day off I'm like well I took Friday off she's like you took Friday off to go to a funeral you need to take a day off like you need to take a day off yeah and 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 that's what one of the reasons I love about my company is like they're very much like you need to take care of yourself and yeah. that and for you and i'm thinking like well you know what i i get plenty of downtime like it's it hasn't been that stressful in right. my in my almost year with the company that i feel like yeah i'm in, I'm in a, a a grind time right now but that's fine well i i think first off we're americans and so we're used to grind 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 yes grind, right yep. we're also used to the it's hard to get over that that programming yeah you know you saw your dad there are you saw you know there are riots full-on fucking riots right now in france because the french government is voting to raise the retirement age from 62 to 63 oh so people don't get their retirement so no it's not even that people don't get their retirement i mean there is that like if you're 62 and you're planning on retiring they're like no we're gonna move it up to 63. yeah and and people are pissed like how dare you how (laughs) dare you sir like yeah and and reading on reddit which is a much more internet there's a lot of trash on reddit but there's some good stuff on there too um it's a much more international community and they're like hey americans y'all work too damn hard like the the rest of the country like if if at 60, you're not like, hey, couple more years and, and I'm done working. I would almost dare say the problem with us is that we do work too hard. It and is. The problem with us is like going back to that nobody, that montage of Monday through Friday of what he yep. does. That's exactly yep. what it is for 75 years. You know, we, you know I mean? we built this industrial model of you put in. I mean, we're the, I think we're one of the few countries that had to put laws in about how long you could work somebody. Yeah. And probably. and at what age you can start to work somebody cuz yep, that's true. We, yep. we had I mean and and yes the like London had child labor issues too and like working kids, 
you know, uh, oh, you're small. You can fit between the parts of the machine without dying. Crawl in there and fix the boiler room or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, we had to like put laws into place. Right. Protect from that. And we've just never really improved on them or that sensibility of like, no, you work, you know, right now it, it's a the common is the 40 hour work week because right. that's what you do. And that's, what's going to make you as productive as you can be. Meanwhile, the rest of the world is like, no, we don't need to do that. We, we can do a four day work week and be yeah. just as productive. Watch it. Watch how we do. It's funny. You said that there's a, uh, I, I listen to talk radio and when the radio personalities that are done with their three-hour block, the new radio personalities come in to do like the nine to twelve yeah. block or something like that. So they have something called crosstalk, mm-hmm. you know. And one argument that they got into or one discussion was they were telling this older guy who you can tell is a grinder. He's been in, in doing this the same way. All the time he wakes up every day, he has eggs and toast. And that's like he's that guy. He's so yeah. and they're like, but but they're he's like they they would ask him, Oh, it's the guy I bumped into, Kaplan, David Kaplan. Okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. And so they asked him, like, hey, there's these studies about about how well how productive people are at four weeks versus five. He's like, No, you need five. You ain't working for me if you're not doing five. He's like, he goes, they won't be productive. He goes, No, 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 Cap, look. There is actually yeah. proof that they're actually more productive with a four. He's like, I have to see those numbers. He goes, they're right fucking here, Cap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, look. Yeah. But, There's, but I, it, know the, the, I know what I'm saying who, is that mindset. He couldn't wrap his brain around right, that. Exactly. Idea. Yeah. I know a guy who runs a business and I'm like, so I, and we, it was when people started working from home and he's like, I don't like that. I, I, their productivity is just going to drop. I'm like, have you taken data on that? Like, have you actually seen yeah, that people it. are just as productive when working from home than they are if they are in the office? And he's like, no, I don't believe that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, here it is. Yeah. I mean, and this is like, you know, a Forbes thing or a, like yeah. a Brandon Hall group. Like, did I mean, like these are business, like your, your little firm in Wisconsin could take advantage of this and like yeah. and he goes no i can't no, do it. that'd be too hard <laughs> so he made all those people like report in through pandemic. yeah i'm like fuck dude yeah well maybe uh maybe our kids will have a better luck with that and they're gonna uh, definitely gonna have a different life yeah for sure yeah so let's end it there man okay cool we're good i think we're yep. good yeah so as usual greg sign us out sir well, as you're going through your week and some people are like, my kids are going to be on spring break. And so I'm going to have to be reminding them like, you know, we're going to be all stuck in the house together, you know, living for a week. One son, you know, off in France, people getting jealous, you know, just remember when you're dealing with people and the holidays are coming up, just don't be a douche. There you go. For the Greg, this is Johnny saying thank you very much for listening to us. Have a great week, and we will see you here next Sunday. Take care. Podcast out.